Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Sports to the Max. They're in again, Edina's hockey team, coached by Kurt Giles, former UMD star, North Star defenseman, and much more. Kurt, congratulations. Thanks, Mike. Before I talk Edina hockey, let me take me inside uh, an NHL mindset. The, the Wild are struggling, and they've been playing some good teams, but struggling. And now tonight they're getting beat by Philadelphia, a team that, that's been just awful this year. Uh, w- when you see them from afar, what do you try to do to shake that up? And what's that like to go through that kind of a stretch? Well, you know what ends up happening? It's a long year, and they've been dealing with COVID and dealing with a lot of different issues. And teams are going to have their ups and downs all year so. They're going to go through some downs. I mean, they were awfully hot for a long period of time there. I mean, they look really good. I mean, they almost look unbeatable for a while, but they'll get it back. They got some good leadership there. Um, I think, you know, their goaltender will come back. I think Talb was an awfully good goaltender, but he's been, you know, struggling a little bit there for a period of time. So they'll get some goaltending back. Once they get Dumba back, I think they can be back on track. Do you do you try to stay out of a goaltender's head when, the, you know, when things aren't going well, so to speak? <laughs> There's not enough room in that head. You ought to there <laughs> You got a shutout last night yourself to beat Benilde. Impressive win, four nothing. Yeah, kids played well. Goaltender played well, and uh, like you say, stay out of his head and let him stop pucks. We're good to go. What have the last couple of years been like for yourself coaching a team? I guess two years ago, you guys were the last ones to really get uh, uh, Minnesota high school hockey was the last thing that finished before COVID, but last year was a COVID kind of year. What was that like to coach through COVID last year compared to this year? It was a struggle. I mean, it's, it was hard to deal with, a lot of things to deal with. And, you know, it's really interesting. There's a lot of things to deal with in regards to, um, you know, the masks and, and playing with masks, playing without masks, um, when you wore the mask, when you didn't wear the mask. Some teams wore them during playing, some didn't, some had them attached to their helmet. There's so many different variants to this thing. And I give those guys a lot of credit that had successful seasons uh, during that process because, um, you know, there's a lot of complications and a lot of things that you deal with just coaching and, and dealing with kids and, and different types of things. But then you add that to it and it was. It was like everything else for everybody. You know, it was uh, some trying times and it's uh, some difficult times. And it's just good to see that people are, are healthy and moving forward. Did, did you worry every time you come to the rink that somebody wouldn't be there or you'd get that text saying, you know, I got a cough or I got a cold? You know, the biggest fear you had was that somebody said they're at home sick and they had COVID or they're you know, having a tough time with it. Well, how do you deal with that then? You know, who was close yeah. to them at that point in time? We used to do it in pods and we. We coached and practiced in pods, and we did things, different things in different pods so that if somebody did get sick, you wouldn't lose 20 kids. You'd lose four kids or five kids, you know. So it was different planning, different year, and different things. But I give the I give the kids credit, and I give the kids credit that had success at the tournament last year. They did extremely well. I don't want to ever see that repeated again, man, where, you know, 
I mean, you talk about making it hard on everybody, and, and I hope I hope it's in our rearview mirror. Tell me about this year. You guys were up, down a little bit, up again, up certainly the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we went through a period of time. We got off to a good start, and we thought we were somebody that we weren't, and we had to figure out who we were, and it took us a little time to do that. So it was, you know, you get started with a group of kids, and you score four or five goals a game, maybe six goals a game, and you start your season out, and now you think you're an offensive-type team and that it offense is going to carry throughout the year. But it's uh, it's a hard way to carry a team through a season, especially when they play good teams that play well defensively. You see good goaltenders that it's hard to rely on your offense the entire time. So we had to make some adjustments, and uh, it took a little while for the team to take effect. What kind of adjustments do you make when you, you know, when you got to, because you got to get the kids to, to understand what you're trying, that, that, hey, I know it looked good early, but that we, we're not that team, and now we're going to have to be different. You know, that's, that's the big big change you have to make, and that's a big convincing job you have to do with the kids because in their brain, you know, they're going to score six or seven goals that night, so we should be able to beat teams 6-3, 6-4, and outscore people, uh, outscore teams. We run into teams like Hill Murray and Creighton and, and different types of teams like that, and so many good teams in the state of Minnesota play Wyzetta a number of times, and you're not going to score six goals on those teams, and you got to find different ways to win. So you got to change your approach a little bit, and you got to change the way you play, and uh, change your style a little bit, but the hardest part is convincing the kids that that's how you need to play to win. Because you know who doesn't like to score goals? Everybody does. Yeah, if you can play wide open and go win, man, that's as good as it gets. That's fast break basketball. You know, Kurt Giles is our guest head coach at uh, Edina High School, and uh, they're heading into the state tournament next uh, next week. There's a couple more still to be determined. Creighton Durham Hall playing uh, Eastview tonight. In fact, as we said, now one of the things that you guys have always done though has played that uh, play that top-line schedule. You, you play the best that you can play all year. Uh, what does that do for you, and, and, and is it easy to say, okay, we're not going to win as many as we could doing it this way, but we're going to be better? I, I mean, there, there's kind of a faith component there that, that you know, you're going to punish yourself and, and you hope that you'll be better at the tournaments, right? Well, I think the big thing is you fool yourself sometimes. You don't play good teams, and then all of a sudden you expect your kids to play well against good teams at the end of the year to make it to a tournament like this. So we, we strongly believe, you know, the better the, the competition that we have, it gives us a better idea of where we are at that point in time during the year. You know, for example, you take a look, we played Benelda early in the year this year, and they pretty much pushed us around all over the place. So, you know, we saw them again here in the, in the section finals, and we knew we had to play a different game against those guys because we'd played them once, saw how good they were, how, how well they played, how strong they were, how quick they were. So, I think if you play good teams, it prepares you for the for the big games coming down the stretch. And we're in a good conference, so we see a lot of good teams with Eden Prairie, Wyzetta, Minnetonka. You know, we see a lot of good teams in that thing. So it, uh, I think it really helps us going down the stretch. Is, is a lot of it just that, that a team will be real physical with you and, and, and you don't get that sense until you actually play them and then you can adjust? Yeah, you know, the big thing is you play against good teams that play well and have a good structure to them. Um, you know, I see Billy over at Hill Murray, and we see those guys. We actually play them back to back on a Friday, Saturday night, and that's a great test for us because um, they're physical, they're big, they play heavy, um, they're hard on the puck, they're heavy on the puck, they make you work for everything. Uh, there's no freebies against them. Same thing with Wyzetta, same thing with Minnetonka, same thing with with uh, Eden Prairie. Is that there's no freebies in that deal, and you really have to work hard, and it really makes you, you know structure your team and structure your season to the sense of what it's going to feel like in an opportunity to play in the state tournament. I mean, there's, you get the state tournament, you get the top eight teams in the state. 
and you got to win three games to win the thing. So you better be well prepared by the time you get there. And by the way, Lee Smith, who you battled with many, many times, announced his retirement. Uh, uh, I think you know his son probably got him through his senior year, so maybe not completely unexpected. But you guys had quite a storied history there and, and, and some pretty good hockey games. Yeah, we've had a lot of battles with Eden Prairie, I tell you, over the years. I mean, they've had great teams, obviously, and Lee's been a great coach over there. So we wish him the best in his retirement and he's moving forward and those types of things. But we've had some great, great, um, great games with Eden Prairie. Uh, they're probably our number one rival uh, through Edina, Edina. You know, you see the kids, they play the youth program all the way through and they play against Eden Prairie all the time. So it's kind of a, a culture that, uh, you know, a natural type of a, uh, a team that you you play against all through the youth program. You had to see them in high school, and yeah, it's a good rivalry uh, along with Wyzetta and Minnetonka. You know, last night we shot a couple games, big crowds. Uh, you know, Murray Gentry and uh, Delano, Minneapolis. We didn't shoot your games, so I didn't see. But but does it feel like you know hockey section hockey's back with the fans and the atmosphere? I think people are really excited to get out. Really excited oh, you to get do. To events like this. I think they're excited to. Like you say, hopefully get some of this both in the last couple of years in our rearview mirror. Everybody's always loved section hockey. Some of the best hockey that you see in the state of Minnesota is section time during uh, right before the state tournament. There's a lot of really, really good hockey teams that won't be playing at the state high school hockey tournament. So you get a real good chance to see some real good teams playing those section tournaments. So I think people are pretty jacked up to get out and get out and see some good hockey, and I think they're seeing some really good hockey. Kurt, appreciate it very much. <laughs> we won't know your plan until the seedings come out, but uh, good luck next week and great uh, visit with you again. Anytime, Mike. Always good to talk to you. You too. Kurt Giles, head coach of Edina. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.